Good evening and welcome to my podcast, Worship Therapy. I am your worship therapist, Sophia Bethel Gibson, and the author of the book, Worship Therapy. I'm here to help reconnect the heart of man to the heart of God, rehabilitating the soul. Listen, Linda, listen, Larry, grab your coffee cups and let's have some therapy because worship is the therapy of the soul. Let's talk about fatigue. Fatigue is one of those things that it disrupts your natural rhythm in your life. It steals your joy. It frustrates your sense of being. It creates an emotional discomfort. And all of these are things that God never meant for us to carry chronically in our lives. It was never meant to be something that we carry as a heavy burden about us. He has called us to live a life and to live it more abundantly. And God always um, wants us to be able to be restored with our joy, with our peace, with our sense of being. He wants us to have a sound mind. He wants us to have a right spirit. And all of these things happen when we stay connected to the heart of God. And as you know, that happens when we are truly positioned and in a place of worship. It is through our act of worship that we really begin to take our eyes and our minds off of things and to really place it on God who is. Um, he is the our healer. He is our deliverer. He is our comforter. He is our savior. Like he just is, you know, and that uh, is such a comforting thing because anything that we need from the Lord or of the Lord, it is who he is. And so uh, it's not just about God, I need your healing. It's about God, I need you because you are the healer. It's not they saying, God, I need your deliverance. It's saying, God, I need you. You are my deliverer. And that's what worship does. Worship takes the focus off of the thing, um, off of the possession, and he puts it on the being of God. God wants you to see him for who he is. He wants you to recognize and acknowledge who he is. He said, acknowledge me in all your ways, not acknowledge my healing power, not acknowledge, you know, yes, they are a part of who God is in all of his awesomeness and greatness. But if, if we're not careful, we can put our eyes on what we can get from him while at the same time we're rejecting him but we want what he has god i want your healing but i don't really want you i want your deliverance but i don't really want you and worship helps you to understand that deliverance comes when you allow the deliverer to be in your life that healing comes when you are submitted to the healer when you are surrendered to the savior then you know you are allowing salvation salvation to be your portion and so um so so let's get back to the heart of worship where god it's all about you and so when we're talking about fatigue we're talking about your being off balance you're being out of the rhythm of god you're being in a place of mental uh frustration um of physical frustration and sometimes fatigue can enter into our lives by just by things that we do or or decisions that we make or places in our lives where we have not yet either surrendered, submitted, or placed ourselves in a place of sacrifice unto God, which is our reasonable act of service, our reasonable act of worship. And so oftentimes when we are not 
uh, where we should be in Christ mentally, spiritually, physically, it can open the door to fatigue to come in and just disrupts your entire balance um, and just put you in a very uh, chaotic state of mind. Um, and then there are times when fatigue comes in through things like illnesses that uh, that you can't, uh, that you don't have a hand in, you know, that you didn't cause on your own. And so a lot of times people are fatigued because they're ill in their body or they're ill in, um, you know, something is not right, <laughs> you know, in their body, you know, something is not functioning the way it's supposed to. And anytime there is anything in your life that's not functioning the way it's supposed to, there will be fatigue that's associated with the chaos of not being in your natural rhythm and in your natural flow. Now, Psalms 100 and verse 3 says, know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. And you may be wondering, well, what in the world this have to do with fatigue? It has everything to do with fatigue because knowing that the Lord is God, knowing that it is he that hath made us and not we ourselves, knowing that we are his people and the sheep of his pasture happens when we are reconnected to the heart of God, that you begin to see that there's more to you than just you, that you belong to God, that he is a God who has taken you into consideration when he placed you in your mother's womb, that he knew who you were before anybody knew who you were, that he was a God who placed and gifted you with skills and talents so that you can function in his kingdom purpose like he already knew everything about you um and we're late on that information we're just we're trying to learn who we are we were we had to be introduced to our parents we had to be introduced to ourselves but god the bible says we are his people we will we always belong to god we always belong to god before the fall we belong to god and so it's just that the enemy came in and stole you know um what what was rightfully god's own and now through the blood of jesus we have a choice to to receive him or to reject him but this has everything to do with fatigue because worship places you in a posture of recognizing that you don't have all of the answers for your life and that god is the source and resource of everything that you need when you begin to worship god it's through that intimate moment and that intimate space that god God can really come and bring some order to your life to begin to speak to you about things that may have entered into your life or show you areas of your life where you may have gotten off course or he begins to reveal some things in your heart, some underlying root issues that may be, um, you know, producing the symptom of fatigue inside your life. He is a revealer. He is the light. And when we allow the light of his love to come in and shine upon us, then we can begin to see things that we don't ordinarily see. And we can begin to understand some things that we may not have understood before. That we are allowing our air to be placed at the lip and the mouth of God so that we can learn, you know, of, of some things that God wants to tell us. We can begin to learn how God wants to restore us or we can begin to learn what it is that we're doing that may be throwing us off our natural rhythm. 
Worship places you back into the natural flow of the spirit. Worship places you back into the rhythm of God. It restores order to your life. God begins to bring order. He is a God of order and he's not a God of chaos. Chaos is associated with fatigue and frustration. And so, um, you know, he took a world of chaos and he brought order to the world. He brought order to his creation. Through his creation, he brought order and so you are his creation because the bible says he has made you and not you yourself so as his creation god wants to restore order and balance and rhythm to your life and so uh, a lot of times he may speak to you about maybe you need to separate yourself from a thing maybe you are operating and functioning in a plan for your life that doesn't have anything to do with god's will for your life maybe you are engaging relationships that god did not want to to be connected with or people you may have been connected with maybe you are you know functioning in areas of your life where it doesn't really align with God's plan and his will for your life and so we have to be careful that we are constantly led by the spirit of God and that happens when we are through worship submitted surrendered and living a life of sacrifice unto God so that he can begin to restore refresh and renew areas of our lives that we may not even know was out of balance that was out of um you know out out of out of sync you know with his presence but in our worship, we can find realignment, readjustment. God will take us through a readjustment, y'all. And this is such a beautiful part of worship that we don't realize, um, you know, that exchange that happens in this intimate space of worship is where we find our healing, is where we find our deliverance. Worship directs you to who God is. It's not just about him having healing and having deliverance, but worship allows you to open the door to the healing so that healing can take place worship when you begin to authentically worship God you begin to see the deliverer not just deliverance it's not just about God let me get this from you it's about God let me get you so that I can have all of these things functioning in our lives. Worship directs you straight to the source and not just the resource. You you know, the source is God. The resource is healing and deliverance. But the source is the healer. The source is the deliverer. And so when we begin to posture ourselves back in worship, it changes our entire disposition. It changes and shifts the atmosphere over your life. It, it gets rid of fatigue because why? Order is now being replaced as the Holy Spirit moved upon the face of the deep we need the Spirit of the Lord to come and move upon the deep places in our lives and to begin to uncover you know areas that may not have been healed that may not have been dealt with um, that's still creating and producing fatigue inside our lives but when the Spirit of the Lord begins to move upon you you begin to discover root issues root problems and you begin to as you as as God reveals it now you can surrender it now you can submit it now you can be a living sacrifice and allow God to really take hold of those issues in your life and to restore you to a place of, of healing and wholeness, mind, body, and spirit. And so I just stopped by to encourage you today. Fatigue is not your portion. Joy is your portion. Healing is your portion. Wholeness is your portion. Peace is your portion. He said, I give you a sound mind. Fear does not belong to you. Anxiety does not belong to you. But through your act of 
worship. God is going to create a balance and a natural flow and a natural rhythm that you were always designed to carry when you stay in the will of God, when you stay in When you stay in the plan and the purposes that God has for your life. So this ends our worship therapy session. God bless you and have an awesome night. And now for our Sila moment, which is new actually to my podcast and one that I will be implementing going forward as a segment. And so I want you to take a few moments and to just think at, uh, about the scripture, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. I want you to open the door of your heart through your thankfulness to God and allow what the work that he has already done to come in and saturate you mind body and spirit this is your act of permission to god for everything that he has for your life the order and the alignment to come into your life and to restore you back to your former glory back to your former state as you enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise entering into your life will be all that god has promised to you why because you have received the gift you are becoming a receiver through your thankfulness and through your praise you are setting up a platform for god's miraculous power to invade your heart and your mind, and your body. In Jesus' name, amen. So take a few moments and just see love. This ends our Sila moment, and now for our soaking segment. Tonight's soaking song is called So Will I by Hillsong United. And as we soak this week into this song, I want to encourage you to focus in on the fact that it is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. Um, I want you to understand that you belong to God. And as you posture yourself in worship this week, whether you're on your knees or you're lifting your hands or you are just soaking him in and allowing those lips to really minister to your spirit and to your soul. I pray that this week 
that you would be able to worship your creator. Turn your eyes upon God. Look to your source. Look to the one who knows you like no one else does. And I pray that this soaking segment will be a blessing to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Due to copyright, our worship soaking segments will always be off podcast. Make sure that you are tapped into the podcast so you can know what our soaking song will be. And I encourage you to listen in and be a part of our off cast soaking session. And I will see you next week for more worship therapy. If you haven't already, be a part of our Facebook community. The group is called Worship Therapy Podcast. And it is comprised of people who are lovers of God's presence and who are excited about coming before the throne of God. Share your soaking experience with us or just be encouraged by something someone else may say. It is also a great place to get your notifications of when I release a new podcast or even find your links to our worship playlist on Spotify where you can have access to all of the soaking songs that we are listening to. And each week you can be connected via Spotify on this special playlist. All you have to do is follow that playlist and you will have the list of the songs that we have been using so far in this journey and in this particular season of our podcast that we're on. So thank you so much for joining me and I hope you will consider joining our group. This worship therapy podcast is brought to you every Monday night at nine o'clock PM Eastern standard time. So be sure that you're following me for your weekly therapy session. Grab your coffee cups and let's have some therapy. Get comfortable too, because we're going all in. Until next time, this is Sophia Bethel Gibson, your worship therapist with the podcast, Worship Therapy. Good night.